If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Russian Olympic uh, Committee is suspended with immediate effect. Holy crap, they actually did it. <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked, folks, to hear that announcement today from the IOC. Look, we've talked a lot about the IOC lately. Uh, I'm pretty much a cynic when it comes to the IOC. And I think a lot of people were disappointed that Russia got a pass at the uh, Summer Olympics in 2016. Uh, was the IOC actually going to take this issue seriously and come down with an appropriate response ahead of the Winter Olympics? And lo and behold, they did. Would you look at that? I don't see how they could reach any other conclusion. Now, this may not go over well with the Russians, and this is pretty unprecedented. But what the Russians did is pretty unprecedented. If the IOC is going to have any credibility, if the Olympics are going to have credibility, if we really mean it when we say we want clean athletes competing at the Olympics, how could we possibly turn a blind eye to what Russia did? Of course, there have been numerous investigations into all of this. Uh, One of the major investigations was led by a Canadian law professor, Richard McLaren of Western University, concluded that Russia carried out a widespread state-sponsored doping arrangement that led to 312 falsified results between 2011 and 2015. So this wasn't just Russia turning a blind eye to doping by its athletes. This was Russia overseeing a doping system. This was deliberate, and this was widespread. So the IOC was left with a tough decision to make. They realize, we all realize, there's going to be fallout from this. But it had to be this way, and so credit to them for getting it right. Now, it's unclear how the Russians are going to respond. The option on the table from the IOC is that clean Russian athletes can compete as neutrals. They will not be a part of a Russian delegation. They will not wear Russian uniforms. If they win, they will not hear the Russian national anthem. Instead, the Olympic anthem would play for these athletes. But they can compete. It's meant as a compromise to not punish those honest athletes who have been working toward the Winter Games in South Korea in 2018. But in terms of a Russian delegation, not going to happen. So this is big, big news, folks. I want to get some thoughts uh, from Becky Scott. You know her, of course, as a three-time Olympian, a gold medalist, a silver medalist for Canada. She is president and CEO of Spirit North and also chairs the Athlete Committee for the World Anti-Doping Agency. Becky, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you. Good to be here. So your reaction, uh, what are your thoughts? (laughs) Well, to be honest, uh, I'm very encouraged. I thought it was a very positive message that came out of today's IOC press conference and the decision by the executive board. Very strong message to clean athletes and uh, to clean sport overall. So um, this is the the outcome that the Water Athletes Committee was, was hoping for, with, that we were 
you know, thinking would be the ideal solution, and, and it happened. So we're quite pleased. Were you surprised at all? Um, you know, maybe a little, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, based on what took place before Rio and the reaction there and the, some of the statements that were made, we were really unsure of how today would go and if it would go all the way, but I think that it went as far as they could go in terms of strength and um, sanctioning and it's a good message. Why did it need to be this message? I suppose the IOC could just go through and say, well, any athletes caught doping, those individual athletes will be suspended. But to send a mm-hmm. message to, to the entire Russian delegation that, that it's, go, it's got to be this way, why was that necessary? Well, I think it was necessary because you needed to address something greater than the athletes, which was the system that was behind the athletes. And that was the system that was all the way, that was a conspiracy from, you know, the Ministry of Sport on down to the National Sports Centers and the the National Federation. So it was a, a conspiracy that existed between, you know, many different entities, including, you know, the very highest levels of government. So that in and of itself had to be addressed. And that system had to be sanctioned and penalized for the actions that it took to undermine, you know, sport, clean sport, fair sport, and and the way that it operated in terms of of doping athletes. So, um, yes, you know, many athletes were were caught up in it and, and will be sanctioned and penalized as a result as well, but it is the system that needed to be addressed. Right. And I mean, I wonder how far back this goes, because, of course, we remember what happened to you at the 2002 Olympics now 15 years Uh, ago. uh, And uh, the two Russians you competed against both were disqualified, right? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. So does it seem as though this has been an issue for for a long time? You know, I would be speculating, but certainly when Richard McLaren released his second report, he said it's almost impossible to say how long that this has been in place. We know for a fact, though, that it was in place for the 2014 Sochi Olympic Games, and yeah. that's, uh, you know, that's the evidence that we have, and that's what these decisions are being based on. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a really stunning report, wasn't it? Just the, the, mm. to, to see it all documented, the extent of this. Yeah, absolutely shocking. So going forward, uh, the importance then of protecting the integrity of the Olympics and protecting the integrity of these athletes, because uh, this has to matter, right? It has to matter. And it has to be, it has to be a, you know, a sanction or a consequence on par and fitting to the, to the crime. You know, it basically, it has to be something that, that is, is serious enough in that it doesn't, happen again or that we try to ensure it doesn't happen again and not just by you know Russia but by any other country contemplating this kind of organized systematic cheating and and doping of athletes and so yeah the consequence had to be enough to deter and to prevent this kind of thing from happening again in the future I think we all enjoy sport and we all appreciate sport uh, because of some of the fundamental principles it's it's based on you know one of which is the most important and that's the the opportunity for equality and and fair play and that everybody has the same chance and an equal opportunity to achieve their potential in sport and when that's taken away you know it really shifts the the very premise the very foundation of what sport is based on so we have to really fight to preserve that and and to protect it and and an action like today that we saw i think sends a very strong message and it's an important one um that we all you know, can be, I think, encouraged by. Right. Um, in terms of, of 
you know, honest and clean athletes. Do they do they become tarred by this? Do, do they be, almost become tainted in a way by this when, when people just become so cynical that it seems like everybody's doing it and it gets so sophisticated that um, it, it really casts all sports in a bad light if, if it's not seen to be taken seriously? Yeah, I agree. And I think sport has suffered some some real damage and some real reputational harm as a result of the amount of doping, you know, and cheating and corruption that's taking place and has taken place for for a long time now. So that's why it's it's almost extra important and extra valuable that a decision like this is taken because it really shows that, you know, there are two sides to sport and there is still a good side and, and there's still clean athletes who can win who can go to the games and achieve their potential and and uh, and you know that the harder it is to dope and the harder it is to get away with it the the greater i think the chance that the public will will have some restored faith and confidence that the, what they're watching is legitimate and mm-hmm. and what they're the efforts they're seeing are true efforts and not just uh you know those that are enhanced by by performance-enhancing drugs or right. pharmaceuticals. Is it your hope that, that Russia accepts the offer from the, the IOC that allows some of these athletes to go and participate as neutrals? I think that's the only option they've been given. So, yeah. yes, I think that they will accept that. All right. Well, there may be some fallout, but certainly a decision that had to be made. To Becky Scott, thank you so much for your input on this and appreciate making some time for us here today. Thank you. No problem at all. All right. Take care. Uh, That is Becky Scott, former Canadian Olympian, gold medal cross-country skier, gold and a silver uh, for this country. And yeah, so as we said, she dealt with this first hand back in 2002. Finished third behind two Russians. Both ended up being disqualified for doping. She is uh, CEO of Spirit North and also chairs the Athlete Committee for the World Anti-Doping Agency. So Becky Scott and others have been saying for some time, this is what the penalty has to be. That Russia itself needs to be punished. That it can't just be we'll deal with individual athletes on an individual basis. If there's a state-sanctioned doping scheme in place, then it is the state itself that needs to bear the penalty. And when it comes to Russia, there's, there's no ignoring the evidence of what was going on there. So either it matters to the IOC or it doesn't. That, that's the choice we're left with. Either you take this stuff seriously or you don't. Because if you're going to allow Russia to continue to compete, after everything we know, then you're basically sending the message to other countries, you may as well do this too. Because there's not going to be any kind of an official response from the IOC. You can keep sending us your athletes. It turns the Olympics into a farce. It turns the IOC into a farce. And I think they realize that, to their credit. So is the IOC capable of change? Well, maybe. Maybe indeed they are. We saw that uh, on display today. So good for them. 403-974-8255. What do you make of this? Going to hurt the Olympics, right? Russia is obviously a big player in the Winter Olympics. Uh, certainly when you look at uh, hockey, they were considered one of the favorites going in. Uh, that's now all off the table. I think it takes away from the competitiveness of the Olympics as it make the Olympics as an event less attractive. Plus, there's the political followed as well. I think that's going to come from this. 974-8255. Big day. We're back with more of your reaction right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.